It was carrying Jay out on guard duty today. Now, Kerry didn't particularly like Jay, but he didn't he didn't hate him either. It was just one of those things that uh, I guess both of them were kind of grouped in the same henchman category. The guys who needed to be out front, you know. Carry. <sighs> if I gotta touch another goddamn trash can, if I gotta touch another fucking trash can, how is it that we take over a fucking city and still have to deal with this shit? The reason why you take over a city, why I take over, why I take over shit, cause you know I take over shit, is because I wanna chill out and relax. I need alcohol and women. Jay. Yeah, I kinda, yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, if we if we could really get out there and do what I do, what we do what we really know how to do, man. Shh, I'll be right with you. Jay, yeah, you think so? You really think so? It wouldn't be hard. All you know how to do is screw. That's all you've been goddamn doing since I knew you. Jay, well, I mean, the, the way I feel about it, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, <laughs> what else? What else do you need to know? <laughs> what else is there? Gary, we got to start thinking, man. That's why the fuck we ain't never in these goddamn meetings, because we never thinking about this shit. Nobody wants to do this shit. We need to be in charge. Me and you, man. Me and you. Jay. Ah, man, I don't know about that. Now, if we get in charge, I, was, <laughs> I mean, we gotta, then we gotta, then we gotta think, man. We gotta really think. How we gonna do that? Jay. How are we gonna think? How are we gonna think? What do you mean, how are we gonna think? I mean, that's what we doing now. I, I am, though, I am, therefore, I, I, I I I I I am therefore I, I I am therefore I think I am Jay I am thinking therefore therefore I am so I I got I got what you're saying man I got what you're saying I got what you're saying but but the idea right now is where are you going with this I mean how are you gonna I mean who is gonna pick up the trash. Jay, fuck that trash. Fuck that trash. We don't gotta do shit. You understand me? We ain't gotta do a goddamn thing. But do what we supposed to do. Why are we picking up trash? Can you answer me that? Why are we picking up trash? It's, uh, it's a matter of keeping the people happy. My mom uh, actually told me about the rebellion back home. It was actually failing before the tribes paid attention to the needs of the citizens. If you really think... Jay and Carrie were so busy that a man walked up and decided to contribute to their conversation. Carrie. Shit! Where'd you come from? Jay. 
He done snuck up on us. You a spy? Uh, uh, no, sir. I'm Japara Uri. I apologize for sneaking up on you guys. Japara was a young man, early 20s, dressed in khakis and a college shirt. But citizens didn't visit headquarters unless they were looking to apply to be astray. Clean-cut young men with bright futures ahead of them kept their head down and stayed neutral for if and when the government took back control. Carrie, fuck your apology. You know who we are, schoolboy? You're part of the East Side Strays, right? Yeah. So you think it's a smart idea to be sneaking up on us? Jay, does it sound like a smart idea? Carrie motions for Jay to shut up. Carrie, what'd you hear just now? In fact, why are you here? Is someone supposed to meet you? Jupara, I'm here because of the sign. I think I'm supposed to meet someone here. Jay whispers, what if he tells them what you said? Carrie whispering back, shut up, I got this. Carrie, what is that you holding? Let me take a look. Japara, um, I, I can't. He straightens up a bit. I have to give this directly to whoever's in charge. No one else, no one else can see. Carrie, oh shit. He's got teeth, Jay. Jay, it sure does look like it. Carrie, indeed it does. Carrie begins to approach Japara with all the confidence of a man 10 years his senior and 50 pounds heavier. But he's still just a pup. Japara takes a step back. Guys, I, I, I don't want any problems. A voice from the door interrupts Carrie's advance. Is this what we have you savages at the gates for? To harass our company? Japara notices the instant change in two goons at the appearance of... what looks to be a scientist of some sort. A short man in a lab coat. Carrie obviously backing down from the appearance of a new, more senior challenger. Oh, Tinker, Tinker, I'm, I'm sorry, is this your guest? Japara takes advantage of the opportunity to escape the goons and makes for the scientist. Hello, sir. I was just telling them that I had something for the person in charge. My name is Japara Uri. As Japara slips between the two goons, Carrie mutters, Be smart, kid. Tinker glares at the two goons while clicking something in his hand. Please forgive their manners. Tinker turns to Japara with a slight bow. Japara walks up to Tinker. Thank you, sir. Japara takes a closer look at the gadget in Tinker's hands. It looks similar to a pocket watch, but it has two rows of numbers with a time stamped at the bottom. It reminds Japara of the lottery his grandmother played back before the draft. 
Tinker goes back to glaring at the men. <laughs> it doesn't look like I'll kill you today. But I don't like you. Keep that in mind, fellas. The two men go pale. Japara is shocked silent. Tinker motions for Japara to follow him. He follows Tinker while glancing back to see one of the men has a growing dark streak running down his pants. Japara would have taken a moment to laugh if it weren't for the pure shock of actually being led through the headquarters of the East Side Strays. Following Tinker through the structure, the most apparent thing to Japara was the art on the walls. It reminded him of the hieroglyphs in the pyramids. Halfway through the hall, it strikes him. These are the stories of the rebellion being told through pictures, art pieces. And it's in the same style of the ad that he's seen. It had a purpose. It had to. The picture that he's seen, he instantly knew it was an advertisement. No words, simply a picture. This did something to everybody that passed it, and he knew it. Unfortunately, the overall conditions of the facility weren't consistent with the magic uh, hieroglyphics. Japara does his best to ignore his tendency to criticize facilities. He can forgive the dust, but the trim work, the divots in the floor, the lack of airflow, the colors, do they realize how important it is to the occupant's energy? Tinker interrupts his thought process. You're a unique one. Jabara. Uh, I'm sorry? Thinking to himself, did he just read my thoughts? Tinker. Earlier, if those guys tell the story, the narrative will be that I saved you from a beating. Japara freezes. He replays the moment back in his head. The big man approaches and he steps back. And he makes the slightest adjustment of his wrist to allow the blade to slip into his palm. But how could someone at the door, 30 meters away, see that? It's okay. You remind me of someone I admire. Where'd you get the blade? Chapar grew up in a tough neighborhood. Defending himself wasn't something of concern. He'd take a beating as soon as he'd give one. But when they threatened his life's work, Tinker interrupts his thinking. You don't have to say, I'm sure you felt it was necessary to defend your set of plans there. Japara, surprised out of his dark thoughts, points to the label on the long tube. You recognize my old firm? Tinker smiles. No, it was just a good guess. I can see it's important to you. But a word of it, warning. The rebellion has selected for two types of soldiers fit for survival. The first, the insanely lucky, 
The idiots you suffered at the front gate fit this description. Little combat experience. Fit for little more than scarecrows. But the other kind. Those perceptive enough to notice fangs in what should be a sheep's mouth. Be careful. And if they have pocket watches, you give them what they want. No questions. Now the east side strays have a lot of soldiers, but they don't have a lot of generals. Generals have pocket watches. No one knows how many pocket watches are out there. It's kind of the biggest mystery. Now Japara would never dream of testing someone with a pocket watch. But he couldn't help himself but think about the Battle of Ponce and the Reaper who held the soldiers at bay. Out loud, he says, Uh, do you, um, do you know Crits? Tinker laughs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're a Reaper fanboy. Japara now embarrassed. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've read a few of the stories. Still laughing, Tinker says, Don't be embarrassed. He's a hero around here, too. I won't tell him. We're not exactly friends, anyway. The Reaper doesn't approve of my uh, methods. Tinker stops and knocks at the door at the end of the hallway. Here is a stop. Japara is taken aback. Th this is the leader of the strays? Tinker smiles again. He's the man who's is going to resonate with those set of plans you're holding. Someone in the room tells him to come in. Tinker opens the door, still smiling. My king. The man. Shut the fuck up, Tinker. Tinker laughs. I'm sorry, Sleepy. You have a visitor. You're a new friend. Sleepy. Who has you in such a good mood? Chapara steps up. Nervous. He didn't expect to see the leader of the strays. No one even knows him by name. Uh, my name is Japara Uri, sir. Tinker interjects. Our scarecrows at the front don't seem to understand their job. He smiles and gestures as if he were afraid of Japara. They were about to force our new friend to engage in combat. Yuri flushes hard. I, I, I was only making sure. Sleepy cuts him off. Uri, you're from Prequia? Japara, surprised, he, he noticed the last name. No, sir, my, my parents are. Sleepy gestures to the set of plants. What do you have there? Blueprints? Japara, embarrassed, looks back at Tinker. 
Tinker turns back to the door. I think our new friend would like to speak with you uh, alone. I'll be in my lab. You kids play nice. As the door closes, Japaro waits for the footsteps to fade. He scares me. Sleepy's eyes cut through something in Uri. Yeah. Turns out that's actually pretty useful. So why does he think you're my new friend, Mr. Uri? Japara gestures to his plans. May I? Sleepy nods. As Japara unlocks the transport tube, Sleepy notices the label. You work for Miser. Japara continues to lay out the plans without looking up. I, I did, sir. Sleepy. Is he bitter? You know he lost the contract with us to rebuild. Japara spits. He should be bitter with himself. He knew his proposals were all trash. This is what he should have given you. Sleepy looks at the set of plans, intrigued. You. You're the one who designed the Osley Library. Japara looks up. All of a sudden, Tinker's decision to bring him straight to Sleepy became blatantly obvious and yet even more of a mystery at the same time. You... You know about the Isley? Sleepy's body language completely changes. Just that quickly, Japara witnessed the war-hardened strategist who led the Atlantia Rebellion transform into his new best friend. Thank you. Scene. That was uh, our first insert of books. Ugh. Excuse me. That was our first insert of Bookman Podcast Stories. Uh, I'm your host. And yes, this is my first publishing in terms of uh, audio theater or audio productions. Um, I would... Uh, I would like for you guys to um, give me feedback if possible. Um, follow us on Instagram at Bookman Stories Podcast. Um, or I'm sorry, just Bookman Stories, not podcast. But um, uh, I, I would like to uh, use this time to let you guys know um, this this story is a um, you know the or this podcast is really just going to be inserts from different stories um, the idea here is to uh, introduce you guys to a variety of things and build your faith in me as a storyteller or build your faith in bookman stories as your uh, as a go-to storyteller for you um, the idea is to expand into full-blown audio theater and then full-blown production and also uh, animation. Um, 
And with animation, I would like to go ahead and get this out the way. I am um, particularly um, detail-oriented in terms of animation. I love, uh, I, I'm a fan of anime, uh, anime in terms of uh, J J Japan. Um, I, I'm not really as big of a fan in terms of with US American made film. So um, it could be a something to where I actually partner with Japanese people. I do have friends in Japan and uh, that is something that is a, a possible route that this may go at some point. But um, the, the uh, to, to, to build up and help me out, like I said, please go to Bookman Stories uh, Instagram page and leave me, uh, you know, leave me some feedback, leave a note. Um, and, and also, if you are interested, if you are a storyteller yourself or if you are interested in being a voice actor of some kind, um, hit me up, uh, particularly if you're in the uh, Atlanta area, but soon I'm gonna, gonna hopefully be on the road at some point with this, if this, uh, if things pan out. But the idea here is, um, I'm going to partner with a ton of people. So, Bookman Stories podcast is going to be filled with all different types of storytellers. And um, I really hope you like uh, the production, and I really, uh, I really look forward to getting better because I know right now this is probably going to be uh, the first and the worst. Um, I only plan on getting better from here. Um, uh, I'm going to release this even even as it is right now. I can't stand that it's imperfect, but I realize that I have to start. And I have to start, and I have to start somewhere. And I think um, knowing that I have this out there is going to motivate me to get better and better and better. And, uh, you know, to attract the quality of storytellers and uh, writers and uh, potential partners that I really want. Um, again, this has been Bookman Stories Podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram.